us, no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. In this boat harvesting time, they use terms like the Great Society. Or, as we were told a few days ago by the president, we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. For example, they have voices that say the Cold War will end through our acceptance of a not undemocratic socialism. Another voice says the profit motive has become outmoded. It must be replaced by the incentives of the welfare state. Or our traditional system of individual freedom is incapable of solving the complex problems of the 20th century. Senator Fulbright has said at Stanford University that the Constitution is outmoded. He referred to the president as our moral teacher and our leader. And he says he is hobbled in his task by the restrictions of power imposed on him by this antiquated document. He must be freed so that he can do for us what he knows is best. And Senator Clark of Pennsylvania, another articulate spokesman, defines liberalism as meeting the material needs of the masses through the full power of centralized government. This is a term we haven't applied to ourselves in America. But beyond that, the full power of centralized government, this was the very thing the founding fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, it must use force and coercion to achieve its purpose. The trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. That was the great Ronald Reagan. Amazing that what he was talking about in the early 80s is so relevant right now. Um, We've been fighting socialism a lot longer than I think a lot of people realize, especially the younger generations, because these types of people have always been there. Uh, Ronald Reagan knew it back in the 80s, and Donald Trump knows it today. It just depends on who's a willful participant and who's not. Look at Brian Kemp. He comes out and says one day he's going to do a full signature audit, and then all of a sudden he's not going to do it and says it's unconstitutional and just lets them get away with stealing Georgia. He's a swamp creature that does not care about America, does not care about our society, does not care about your votes, because he will do nothing. He will not lift a finger to try to get to the truth. He doesn't care if they cheated. He knows that they cheated. The evidence is all around them, but yet he still won't do anything about it. There's just too much of that going on nowadays. And the court system over there doesn't seem like it's any better. A federal judge on Monday dismissed the Kraken election fraud lawsuit filed in Georgia by attorney Sidney Powell, who sought to decertify the presidential election results, declaring former Vice President Joe Biden the winner. Basically, what the judge came down saying is that it's a state election issue, not a federal issue, and that Sidney Powell didn't have standing, even though she filed under We the People. She didn't have standing to file it. And she was too late in filing it. She also got the same love in Michigan where they, you know, didn't want to hear her lawsuit and they threw it out as well. So legally, it's not a big surprise because you got a bunch of judges that are liberal and leftists and they're going to do whatever they want to do because just like the rest of the left, they hate Donald Trump no matter what. So they're going to legally do whatever they think they can get away with doing regardless of whether they think what's going on is real or not. 
it is a little bit concerning because you hear the Georgia courts turning down Sidney Powell because today the Supreme Court decided not to take up the case that Pennsylvania was bringing forward. There was a Republican there bringing forward a case on constitutional issues with the mail-in ballots. And I thought for sure, being that it has to do with the United States Constitution and it's something that could potentially be in violation of, you would think that they would have taken that case up, but they didn't. So that seems to be a little bit concerning. Um, I know that Texas and about seven other states also filed a pretty strong case to the uh, Supreme Court, basically dealing with the same thing, how a lot of states at the end were just making whatever changes they wanted to make, and they weren't doing you know, amendments to their own constitutions in their states on how voting procedures are. They were just making on-the-fly changes by using lower court judges or whoever to make decisions or governors just changing the way it goes, and that goes against our Constitution. So Texas filed a lawsuit backed with seven other states to challenge that, and they're trying to get that to the Supreme Court now. You know, And I don't know, seeing that they didn't even want to hear the one from Pennsylvania, you almost wonder if they're just going to shut this one down too and let the election go, in which case... It's really not looking good for us because uh, I think Trump's running out of legal remedies to win this election. Mark Levin Sunday did his show and was basically going over quite a bit of all this. I wanted to play you about a minute long clip from there because what he's saying is so true. So here's that one. And what the court should do, if Mark were a justice, is the following. It should take the case up because there's clearly a federal issue. It's going to wind up in the Congress. It should rule that what the state of Pennsylvania did violates the federal constitution on a number of grounds and is in fact unconstitutional. So what's the remedy? The Supreme Court doesn't have to fashion a remedy. It can leave it to the political bodies as Article 2 leaves it to the state legislature or in the end can leave it to Congress. But Congress needs to know that those electors it received It received in violation of not only the Pennsylvania state constitution, but that those electors are tainted under the federal constitution because of what the state did. Now, that was Sunday night prior to the news dropping today that they weren't going to take up that other case from Pennsylvania. So I'm sure either on his radio program today or possibly tomorrow, he's going to have a lot more to say about that. And I'm sure he's not going to be too happy about it. I don't think any of us are. I think we're all worried that, you know, the court's not going to do what they're supposed to do. Um, there, If there's fraud in election, at some point, the reason we have all the different branches we have is so there's checks and balances. And it looks like there is no checks and balances. It looks like it's all one way. Um, they all want Donald Trump out. The left cheated. And nobody wants to dare cross the left to, you know, remedy the problem the right way. And you're not going to convince almost 80 million of us that it didn't happen. You know, 80 million Trump supporters believe the election was rigged uh, just from everything we've seen. We've seen more evidence of election tampering, tampering with the votes, the fraud, everything that they've done. You know, just their whole setup with the mail-in ballots, everything. We've seen more of that provable evidence than there ever was with Russian collusion. And for the last four years, 
all we have listened to is these people saying that Trump's an illegitimate president because he was getting help from the Russians and collusion and interference and everything else. And now they expect us with all the stuff that we see to just say, Hey, we accept the results. We're going to behave ourselves and no problem. You know, creepy Joe's the new president and that's it. Well, I got some news for him. It's not going to happen because 80 million of us are still holding out hope that the Supreme Court will pick up this next one from Texas, and maybe they will do something about it. Like Mark said, they don't have to make a ruling on it, but they could kick it back down. Um, there are avenues to pursue. There is Supreme Court precedents on previous cases. I said one in an earlier podcast that there is something that they could do to remedy the situation. It just depends on how much they want to or not. You know, I, do they want to get involved? Do they not? You know, at some point, I, yes, they're impartial. Yes, they're judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, if they know what they're facing, just like the rest of us know what we're facing with socialism and the destruction of America, you would think that, yes, they're going to do what they can, everything they can legally to be swayed one way and try to protect the United States. Because shouldn't your first duty, first and foremost, judge or not, you're an American, you protect the United States. So if you know there's an injustice, you know that these people cheated, you know that these people cheated to implement socialism and basically destroy America, you would think that your first duty would be no matter what, we protect America. Okay, and then we'll work it out after that. But, you know, I, I don't think they see it that way. I You know, these, these people are weird. When you think they're going to do one thing, they always do the opposite. I don't know. It, it just seems to work out that way with these judges. Um, Kavanaugh. He hasn't been the superstar that we thought he was going to be. You know, his his decisions have been a little wish-washy, so he hasn't been the conservative we hoped for. Roberts is a joke. He's a liberal. I don't even know why he says he's a constitutionalist. He should just admit that he's a liberal and he wants to be a rock star on the left and go for it because that's where he's at. Uh, Barrett, she did what she was supposed to do, especially when it came to freedom of religion, so I definitely hold out some more hope for her. I think Alito and Thomas would do the right thing. Hopefully that all pans out correctly. Uh, They are still challenging legally everywhere. Trump's team is not given up by any means. They're going to pursue this till the end. And the one thing that I like is don't close any doors on yourself. I do not want Trump to concede. I don't want him to concede all the way till the very end, till literally the last minute, because then you shut yourself down. As soon as you concede, it's over. Better that you fight all the way to the end because you never know what's going to play out. And then the other benefit that you get is you take away their gloating power and you're like a thorn in their side till the last minute. These people, you don't give them an inch because they're not going to give you one. That is for sure. So I'm glad that Trump is refusing to concede and he is going to push this to the last day. That, That brings me a little bit of satisfaction. Generally... We're not these types of people, but it is nice every once in a while to give a little bit back because, I don't know, Republicans, we don't seem to go out and fight as much as we should. You know, the left, they'll be out there in full force, but what do we do? You know, we go out and we do peaceful marches and everything. You know, I'm not saying to go out and burn anything down because that doesn't accomplish anything but hurting other people and destruction, and that's not what we're about, but... We need to be out there demanding resignations. We need to be out there surrounding houses like they would do and demand people like the governor of Georgia to go out and do what he's supposed to do and do what's right. We elected him in there. I think that people get lost and and forget that all these government people work for us. 
We don't. When did it become we work for them? We're we're their little ants and their workers. When did that turn around? They work for us. That's what our taxes are for. That's why we vote them in. That's why they tell us the policies that they are about. You agree with them. You vote them in and you got to hold them to it. You hold their feet to the fire. You said you're going to do A, B, and C, then do A, B, and C, because that's why we voted you in. And if you can't do that, then get out and we'll vote somebody else in because we ain't got time for that. But I truly think it is nice that Trump is still giving it back to him one way or the other and still continuing to be a pain and a nuisance to them because he's great for me. He's great for this country, but they don't see it my way and they never will. Another topic I was going to go over today is new COVID restrictions. If you live in a blue state, man, they are punishing you people for living there in these blue states because most of us in the red states, uh, you know, we're more or less going pretty normal. You know, you have some minor restrictions or whatnot, but we're not too restricted. Our lives are continuing on. We don't have uh, tyrants running the state, so we're not being you know, locked in your home like you're a prisoner, like you did something wrong. You're not having to be on the lookout for police coming to arrest you for stupid things. But these blue states, man, I feel bad for you guys. Uh, COVID, it's joke. You got vaccines coming out. Now they're trying to force vaccines on you. See, the latest one from Fauci is him saying if only 50% of people take it, it's just not enough. So they're going to try to really push this vaccine for everybody to take it, even if you're against it. Uh, in UK, they gave their first shot today uh, to a 90-year-old grandmother. She was the first one to receive the Pfizer one. We'll see how that goes. But even with that, Boris came out and had a statement to say that potentially, even with the vaccine, they're still going to have to socially distance and wear masks for the next couple, two or three years. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, what's the point of the vaccine? What are you giving people a vaccine for? If you still got to socially distance and still wear masks, well, what is the point then? How are you getting back to a normal life? You're not. Uh, it's a, this this whole COVID control you thing is out of hand. People are starting to stand up for themselves, and I'm really glad to see that in the blue states. They're refusing to shut down. They're doing what they need to do to survive, and that's the way it should be. You know, again, they don't run us. We run ourselves. We pay them. Now here, the FDA Thursday is supposed to potentially approve Pfizer, and then next week is Moderna, and they'll start distributing from here. And I do like the whole time Joe Biden's been trying to take credit for this, like he's going to do this miraculous thing that Trump was unable to do with uh, COVID-19. Trump is the reason there are vaccines, whether you're going to take it or not. Okay, he is the reason that there are vaccines because he put together a task force, he put the money into it, he worked with the private sector, and he got it done. And I was glad to see today at a news conference that he was thanking everybody that participated with it, giving everybody credit for making sure this happened and signing an executive order um, to continue on to make sure that there's more vaccines for distribution, everything, and he's taking credit where credit's due. Because Joe Biden didn't do anything. Joe Biden wasn't part of anything. Joe Biden was hiding in a basement praying not to have to go out in front of people so that way he didn't look like the true idiot that he is. So I'm glad that he went out there and, you know, gave credit where credit's due. 
because this is Trump's success. No matter what they were going to try to say, it is Trump's success. And as far as distribution goes, they have a plan. They're going to start distributing it. It's going to get distributed all over the country, and everybody's going to have an opportunity to get it. He has his plan of who they're going to start with. They're going to start with the elderly and the first responders first, which is good. Those are the people that would need it the most. And then after that, slowly but surely, whoever else wants to get it will get it. Um, I was listening to Glenn Beck this morning, and, you know, he did bring up an interesting point. You know, a lot of people right now, even for saying what I'm saying, um, if my job found out or whatnot, I'm in a red state. We don't have the same issues that they're having in other parts of the country. But there are jobs now, if you just disagree or you disagree with a mask or you disagree with any of it, he's right. They're firing people. They're firing people. They're shaming people. Um, they're discrediting people. It's, it's really getting out of hand and I'm allowed to have my own opinion. You know, I'm, I'm free to say whatever I want to say. You don't have to like what I say. You don't have to agree with what I say, but I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And that's one of our freedoms, but they're trying to take that away as they do in socialist countries. You know, first thing they do is if they take away your freedom of speech and if you don't go with the flow and do it exactly what they say and agree with everything they say, that's it. They cancel you. You know, uh, back in the day, it would be a lot worse than canceling. You'd probably either get beat up until you do what they tell you you're going to do or you lose your life. Uh, I mean, America is going down a dark path right now. And the only way to stop it is for the 80 million of us that voted for Trump is to stand up to it. They can't put 80 million people in jail. It is humanly impossible. We don't have enough jails. You don't have enough cells. They can't do it. It can't be one or two people. Everybody has to stand up. You say what you want to say and you do what you want to do. That's what we're here for. You don't let people strip you of your freedoms. You don't give your freedoms away easily like that. Because once you give them away, believe me, you ain't getting them back. Make no mistake of that. What you give away so easily, it will be bloodshed to get back. So don't give it away in the first place. You don't want to wear a mask? Don't wear a mask. You're against it? Voice your opinion and say you're against it. Don't be afraid of anybody. Don't let anybody bully you or tell you what to say or what to think. You're a Trump supporter? Be proud that you're a Trump supporter. You're about MAGA? Be proud you're about MAGA. Then you stand your ground at all times, and you don't let people tell you any different. Okay, That's not what being an American is about. That's not what being proud is about. We are proud people. We're Americans, and that's how we feel, that's what we believe, and that's what we stand for. Just like the left stands for what they stand for, and we don't disagree with it, but the difference between us and them is we don't stop them from saying you know, the stupid things that they say that they agree with. We just look at them and think they're, you know, something's wrong with them. Uh, and as far as we go, we got to be just as proud. And they can think something's wrong with us, but you want to try to cancel us? Go ahead, cancel us. Well, who are you canceling us to? A bunch of other liberals that nobody cares about because if anybody on my end sees you getting canceled for being a proud American, for saying you don't believe in masks, we all got your back. Look, a great example of that, man, you want to talk about a rock star, the CEO of Goya, that man can't get any better because AOC called for a uh, boycott on Goya's Foods because he supported Donald Trump and she tried to shut him up and take money out of his pocket. She made him more money than he could have ever hoped for. So he decided to make her employee of the month. (laughs) 
You got to love people like that. That's just the best cheap shot ever. What did I do? I made her employee of the month. You tried to, you tried to boycott me. And what did we do? What did the MAGA Patriots do? We stood up and we boycotted. Okay. We went in there and everybody, you couldn't even get Goya products. Everybody bought them off the shelves. They were gone. That company made so much money off of us. And that's the power that we hold when we stand up together. And that is what is most important right now in all this turmoil and what we're facing is that we all have to band together, stand up together and do what's right. Don't let them stop your Christmas because of this supposed pandemic. If you don't want to take the vaccine, don't take the vaccine. You don't want to wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Okay. It's your life. It's your right. It's you were born free. That was given to you freely by God. Don't give it away. Don't you let anybody take it from you. I know that the beginning of this podcast was one way and the end is a completely different way. Just two totally different subjects. Um, I've had it with COVID. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm tired of all these doctors telling you the science, the science, the science. You know how many scientists have been wrong over time? Uh, a lot. Probably most at one point or another. Okay. The point of science is... You have theories, you test them, you test them, some work, some don't work, some do work for a little bit and then fall apart. Science is a guessing game until they get something down packed. Okay. COVID, there's no science that backs up what they say. They're telling you not to have Christmas. (laughs) Better not tell me that. Uh, They're telling you not to have Christmas and that it's dangerous. It's a super spreader. It's going to be a big problem. Okay. Uh, Look at the states that are blowing up right now. California. Uh, statistically, they say about 97% of Californians wear masks. Yeah. And you are exploding right now. So how's that mask working out? You know, does it work? Does it not work? Florida, we're not blowing up. We only have in a few counties mandatory mask mandates. And our governor says you can't ticket anybody for not wearing a mask. So even with that being said, you know, I'll go walk into Publix without a mask on. Nobody says nothing to me. I go do my shopping. I go about my day and that's it. You know, it's, it's one of those things where if your science was so correct, why aren't we blowing up over here in Florida and you're exploding like crazy over there? It should be reversed. You guys have all the masks on. You guys should have dwindled it down to nothing. Cause remember Dr. Fraudchi or Fauci said, okay, that as long as 80% of people are doing it, it's going to slow the curve. And everything's going to be good. 80%, as long as 80% of people are doing it, we're going to get it down to bare minimum numbers. Well, you got 95 or 97%, I'm sorry, in California. You haven't flattened the curve. It's blowing up, just like New York blew up. Just like all these other blue states that are blowing up that all have all these mask mandates in place and are locking people up and everything. So don't believe it. Don't let them take it from you. Stand your ground. Stand up for yourself. That's all I got to say for today. If you like what you're hearing, please tell some people about me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. I'm also at Parlor Joe Little. And if you'd like to reach out to me, Gmail, it's L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. God bless. Have a good night. <laughs>